Hallelujah. God is faithful. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lord, we give you praise. Can you just in one minute, in your own words, don't sing, just say something to him. Just thank him. Thank him. Thank him. One of the great signs of faith is when you're able to praise God in the midst of a storm. So just say something. Acknowledge that he's still God. Regardless of what you are going through, acknowledge that he's still God. we are grateful. Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful that you are on the boat with us. We are thankful that you are on the boat with us. We cannot sink. We will not sink. And for that we are grateful. In Jesus' name we have worship. Amen. Can somebody celebrate this great God? Please help me welcome somebody to church as we take our seats. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Looks very bright. This is Pastor Jethro's doing. <laughs> it's like I can see the people that sleep in church. I used to feel bad about people sleeping in church. Especially when I'm, when I'm up here. And one of the first things Pastor K will tell you is just you need to get over yourself. But it doesn't sink in until it didn't sink in, let me say. Until I saw Pastor K, I mean, he was preaching, and then I looked, and I saw somebody sleeping. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, nah, it's fine. You can have, don't sleep. Don't sleep. All right, praise God. All right, in the eye of the storm, praise God. So, we started the series last week, Wednesday, and um, Pastor Jethro kicked off uh, with two Ps. Now we remember the two P's. One is what? To maintain or retain your peace. And the second is what? Okay, I helped you with the first one because a lot of people will not catch that one. Am I correct? It just, it like, you stayed on persistence. Am I correct? It's just me. I had more of the persistence than the peace. Um, so I'm helping you. The first one was actually persistence and peace, all right? Okay, so today, um, we'll touch on another two um, things you can or things you should consider um, when you are going through a storm. Um, the storm will come. Amen. Um, the storm usually doesn't come, doesn't give you advance warning. Like, we'll knock on your door and like, guy, we show for you also. Just arrange for me next week, eh? It won't tell you most times, more often than not. Um, and sometimes it will, um, I've already started, we'll start writing. Okay. <laughs> um, sometimes the storm will make, or will attempt to make a mockery of, of your expertise, of the things that you heard, or the things that you've learned. Praise God. All right, let's look at, um, we're going to, what's, what is he saying? Mark 4. Mark 4. Now, pretty much the whole of Mark 4, Jesus was teaching, okay? Up till, so we'll start from verse 30, let's start from 33. So Jesus had been teaching and teaching and teaching and teaching, and then now we're in 33, 
Are we there? Okay. It's a bit of a long read, so I will read. Praise God. Okay. And it says, with so many parables, or, and with many such parables, this is KJV, uh, speak he the word unto them, as they were able to hear it. But without a parable, spoke he not unto them. He didn't speak unto them without a parable, okay? And when they were alone, he expounded all things to his disciples. And the same day, 35, the same day, when the evening was come, he said unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him, even as he was in the ship. And um, there were also with him other boats, okay? And there arose a storm and all of that. We know the rest of the story. I don't think I should. We know the story. There was a storm. Um, after a while, they had to wake him. Master, cares not that we perish. And then he woke up, rebuked them, rebuked the storm, and all of that. Praise God. I said earlier that sometimes when the storms come, it will come to try to make a mockery of your mastery. Um, Peter was a fisherman. Abby? So I, I'm guessing that it wasn't his first storm. I'm guessing that he probably had been a fisherman all his life, all up to when he started uh, moving with Jesus. So he wasn't surprised by the storm. But the storm came, and it came with such intensity that even Peter had to wake Jesus. Like, this one has passed my power. It has passed my expertise. And this is even after they had just heard serious word. Now, the Bible says that he shared parables and all that, and then to his disciples, he expounded on them. In other words, they, they had attended a seriously massive word conference. Am I correct? And then the next thing, same day, the storm comes. It kind of reminds me of when Jesus uh, was baptized and he was immersed and came out and, and got that stamp of approval, this is my son. And then the next thing, he was led into the wilderness to be tempted. Um, so, like I said last, I had no idea. <laughs> uh, we had not locked down the title, except I wasn't aware for this month's series. When I said that, I'll be teaching you about um, that situation on the Wednesday service. And some people are here because of that. Okay. So, um, IWOF came and it was a blast. Was 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 on another level in terms of the things. IWOF is International Word of Faith Conference. We had it sometime in July. Okay, just for the visitor, and it was mind blowing. It it literally changed my view about a lot of things about faith. Up to the point where Pastor Yetra and I we had already booked a listening slash review party. I will sit together and will consume again because the things they heard could not should not be heard just once. And that was our resolution. And then Monday morning came. Um, we had just moved to the island. So I was alone with my son. And uh, God will help me this time. But I will say what needs to be said. Amen. Um, and uh, I, my hands started doing things on their own. Like, my eye was turning on you. My hands were... <laughs> like, I wanted to get fruit from my son, and I saw my hand going that way. I was like, okay. So I went to sit down, and I called him. And I told him to sit beside me, and I said, don't panic. And um, the next thing after I said that, I could not speak again. Like, my speech went. Like, and then he's like, I don't understand you. I'm like, okay. And my mind, in my, my, my brain could, 
articulate. My brain was sharp. But every other thing wasn't. <laughs> so, um, he got an Uber. Uh, took me to the hospital. That, this is a short version, obviously. Took me to the hospital. Uh, by then, I was totally out of it, obviously. And they took me for an MRI. And uh, they said uh, there was a stroke. And there was a clot in my brain. Uh, so we'll be touching on that as we are touching on the word for today. Is that okay? All right, cool. So we are touching on two things um, people and prayer. When you're in the eye of the storm, people and prayer. But like I said, you just came out from Iowa. You are full of faith. You are ready to start a releasing party. Ready to fire away with all the things you've heard about how faith is now and all of that. And then the next thing, this happens. It was hard. <laughs> it was very hard. Um, I was telling somebody today that sometimes, okay, I, I will not jump ahead of myself this time around. So let's just, just flow with me if you can, please. Um, so as much as possible, so I reached out, of course, to Pastor Jethro. There will be times when he'll be having meetings in my hospital room with monitors and everything. And, and then Staneka too joined and all of that, and, and, and people that needed to know, I, I guess to me, I felt we can't have listened to this kind of thing, and then you are now publicizing this kind of news. Do you understand what I mean? Uh, just f- for the sake of some people, and we are touching people right now, so we are in people. There are some people I had to tell. <laughs> I remember one person... In fact, a lot of people, when I had to tell them, when I told them, before I told them, I like, respond well. Either by text, and I have evidence, or I, I couldn't even talk what I was saying. I could, so it was usually text. And even the text, you know, text that you do, you're taking for granted. Eh, it took a while to type some things. And I'll say, respond well. Like, what happened? And then I'll tell them. And because I had prepped them, they'll say, God be praised. Or it is well. I'm like, yes. There was somebody. I love her dearly. But I banned her from coming to see me. As in, i like, you can't come. Because of the kind of person you are, you are, if you come, you scatter things. You will spoil my faith. <laughs> because you will scream and you will roll on the floor. And I can't have that. <laughs> Not now. Your husband can come, but you can't come. So her husband came and brought, and she still sent catfish for her soup. <laughs> I hate catfish. When you're not a ritualist. <laughs> so the, it's still there. Um, she's there. It's still there. I'm not touching us. It's the same thing with soft plantain. Ritualist. It just gives ritualist vibes. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. Um... And all of this was very unintentional. I, 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 I didn't think, um, oh, let me keep my faith. I don't, I don't even know how I was processing it, but I just knew that I could not have anything contrary around me. I couldn't. It was actually later when I had to think about it, I remembered everything like Pastor K teaching and all that, where he talked about the fact that, um, we know the story, Jairus, um, where he had to send the people out. So when with Peter, James, and John, he, he needed to control the atmosphere. He needed not to hear negative things. 
in order to see people around him crying. Because faith needed to work. Praise God. So it was, it was exactly like that. Even though, like I said, I wasn't thinking. When some things hit you, when, like I said, sometimes storms will not give you warning. A storm usually will not give you a warning. And a lot of us, sometimes when we think storm, we think our financial, it's, it can be anything. It can be emotional, it can be financial, it can be a health, a health issue, it can be anything. As long as it comes and it hits you in a way that it almost makes you forget who you are and where you're coming from, that can be a storm. So, you are not in a position to diminish anybody's situation at this point. Respect what people are going through. Amen. Speaking still on people, um, before Jesus, Jesus started by wanting to go to Jairus' house, alright? Along the way, the woman with the issue of blood came with her own issue. Amen. And that was resolved. And it, it, it got me thinking that because some people were asking, okay, has this person called you? Has that person called you? That time in the hospital where I literally could not do anything, where my brother had to be carrying me to do everything. Don't think too hard about everything. You really don't care. Um, and then later on, I now realize, especially in the past couple of weeks, that at that same period, people were going through stuff in church. So it's not enough for me to be in my own space and in my own pain and be thinking, oh, this person did not call me. Oh, that person did not call me. Uh, you are keeping tabs of who did not call you. Because people are going through their own period. The woman with the issue of blood had her own issues. While Jairus' daughter was dying. At that same period, in that same season, there was still somebody who had a stroke. There was still somebody whose father died. There was still somebody whose uncle died. There was still somebody who had a stroke and died. And the news was coming. I was like, wow, okay. So... What right do I have to be counting scores and checking who phoned me or who sent me a text or who sent me a message? You focus on you at that time. Amen. Don't worry about you and God alone. Uh, uh, alone are okay. It's fine. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't worry about the others. We are still on people. Though. The people that are going through what they are going through are going through what they are going through. A um, couple of years ago, my mom passed and was a hard, it hit us. Okay? Died of cancer. It was very hard. And then it was maybe one year or so later that I found out that on that same day, I think it was Rotana, please correct me if I'm wrong, that her mom also passed on that same day. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's not the exclusive right of one person to feel pain. It's going around like breakfast. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't waste your energy being angry at the people or about the people that don't respond the way you want them to because you don't know what they're going through. Do you understand? Just take that one and just put it up. Don't, don't use, don't use, hold it in your left hand. Don't use that one to eat. Because there are too many people that have offense that they didn't get the kind of response or response that they wanted when they went through what they went through. But you don't know what we are going through. You don't know what he's going through or she's going through. So just give them that respect. Like, if they could not call, make an excuse for them. Jonathan. Amen. So that's for people. Guard the kind of people around you. Don't overhype the kind of expectations you have of people in those kind of situations. The people you expect to show up might not show up. And you'll be angry. 
And then you won't let God move the way he wants to move. And then now that takes us to the people God will actually send to you. The Aaron and the Hur that will hold up your hand when your hand is coming down. You don't look for them. God sends them to you. That's why a lot of us make that mistake. Oh, you're already calculating. Okay, so if this uncle gives me 100K, if this, this, uh, I'm sorted. When I was young, I used to think like that. So you can't be comparing you, the full adult with hell on your chest, with me when I was 10 years old. I, was, I wanted to be a millionaire at 10. So I drew up a list of all the people I knew who were going to give me 10K. Don't be like me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let God do it. That's when he gets the glory. Amen. Okay. We are still good. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a trying time. Um, it, it brings out... The thing about a storm sometimes is that that's shaking, that's staring, helps you realize what's truly inside you. It helps you realize what you are really professing. <laughs> um, I, months ago, I don't know if it's up to a year now, probably, I went for a naming, and um, there was a, it was a DCC naming, there, was, there were other DCC members there, there was a lady there, I went alone, okay? So I was like, okay, I'm not going to... We're supposed to do a bit of praise before we pray for the child and all of that. So I just look at the girl, and I'm like, you are singing. Of course, she's shocked. Because <laughs> that's not why she came there. Um, and she was panicking. And then next thing I was like... I can't remember the song exactly, but it was more in those, in the line of, good morning, Jesus, good morning, Lord. I, when, when you're under pressure, what's inside will come out? What? You're yeah, laughing, boy. If I call you up now, <laughs> to come and leave prayer, I will praise or do something, I will see what is really inside. What you have been brought up with or what you have schooled or nurtured or conditioned yourself into what's truly inside will come out of course that means she was put in a spot but that's what a storm is it puts you in a spot where you're like what do I actually know or do, have I just been chanting things that somebody else, is, somebody else knows have I been running my faith on somebody else's faith in reality? It is when those kind of things hit that we will know who really believes that there is a God. Or who believes more in the power of their connections. Praise God. You might not be able to I couldn't speak. So the tongues were not even... You know, when you want to pray in tongues, you know, it said, uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we do not know how we should pray for us. We ought, so we resort to tongues. When that R is not rolling, you know the R for tongues? Rabasata. Even it's not coming. You know what I'm talking about. When, you, when that R refuses to roll, I no. There will be times I will be wanting to talk, and I will have to stop and shake my head that, no, this is not what I want to come out. And I'll start again. And that's when we now know what is really inside. When even tongues <laughs> fail you. <laughs> Praise God. So we are going into prayer now. Um, so before that, Exodus. Uh, okay, I've read that. Exodus uh, seventeen. That's one about Iran and Hawabi. We know that already. Okay. 
So prayer, First John 5, 4, was literally how I started talking again. Um, after everybody was gone and everything was quiet, I would, I would start reciting First John 5, 4 to myself. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. It wasn't coming out like this. But that's how I learned to talk. I, I use scripture to learn how to talk again. Like, and it's, it's not, <laughs> like I said, when some things hit you, it's, when, when, when you are shaking to the very core, that's when you know what's in the core. You understand? Uh, you, it, that's not the time where you are pleading a case. Lord, you said in first John this, in this, this, this. Sometimes you will have to just stay with the basics. Because that is more real <laughs> than any gymnastics you can do. <laughs> um, for the past two weeks, I've had to talk to people. And I'm like, do you even understand what prayer is? Do you understand why you pray? Do you, do you know what prayer is about? Because it just seems like we, we are too um, confused by the razzmatazz of prayer. Do you know that help is a prayer? Like, God, help me. It's a real prayer. I was telling somebody today that sometimes we, we, we are so blinded by the nonsense that we do as Christians that we start to even form for God. And God is asking, what is wrong? And you are telling God, it is well. I can front for you. I can tell you it is well when there's no money in my account. I can, I can do that to you. I must, I should not be doing that with God. There are two aspects of prayer that I'm aware of, that I know. There is a discipline of prayer. And then there is the sincerity of prayer. The discipline of prayer is that you've schooled yourself to be diligent in prayer. Okay? Um... I was just with someone today and I was telling him like, the, the discipline of prayer is when they make you pray for one hour and when Jesus is asking, could you not tarry for an hour? And all of that, that's the discipline of prayer. The, the sincerity of prayer is, Lord, if it's your will, let this call pass over because what I'm about to go through, I'd rather not go through it. That's the sincerity of prayer. You, you don't say that one in front of people. Or you have no right not to say it in front of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? With God, you are supposed to be plain, you are supposed to be bare, you are supposed to be to be naked. You are supposed to be Moses with the people and they're like, oh, God will deliver us and then you go to God and you fall on your face and you start crying and God is like, why are you crying? Why are you shouting? But that is the sincerity of prayer. Now we've forgotten that aspect, so we still want to form for God. I want to be quoting scriptures at God, <laughs> the author. <laughs> mm. God, that's why God, I think God decided to bypass the household and look at the heart. Because if it was by what you are saying, you would just die. Because you are still telling God that it is well. That is why we all die. <laughs> there's a discipline of prayer. You can't, you can't play with that one. But there's also the sincerity of prayer. There's a part where you are making declarations and all of that. Which mouth was I even going to declare with? What was I binding at that time? Somebody asks a question. I, before this, and they're like, hey, can you pray in tongues? 
in your mind? It was a fresh question for me then. And I, like, I, I tried to answer it. I think I was here. Yeah. And I, 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 I hope I answered it best I could. But this brought that to life. Where what, Are you going to be thinking up your tongues? How? How does it come out in your mind? When your tongue, your mouth cannot speak. At that time, it's help. That one can come out. <laughs> Abby? At that time, is God, I am tired and I am in pain and I don't know what is going on. I was talking to God. So there was that aspect and then there was confession aspect, which is a scripture I just um, recited. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this, that's all I could do. And I make sure that every, almost everything that was a challenge for me to say when the scriptures I was quoting, so that I could say victory. And I'll stop on that. Okay, okay, it's coming. Do you understand what I'm saying? I had to rely on what was here. If I show you my writing, <laughs> as in, I thought doctor's writings were bad. Until this happened. There are some things there now that I'm not even sure I can read it if I go back there now. So all of this is just coming from here. <laughs> like, nah, it's not, there's no point. <laughs> um, when Jesus died and when they crucified him, the Bible records that Peter went back to fishing. Jesus found them fishing again. So when it hits you, are you going to go back to what you know? Yes. It's actually yes. But what is that thing that you know? I think it's a more important question. Will you actually go back to the word and to how you were brought up in the word? Or will you start looking for pillar to post? Making calls. Who can help me? How can I get out of the country? Da, 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 and all of that. Prepare for war in time of peace. Because it will touch you. It will touch you. It's not a prayer. Fact. The storm will touch you. So if you are not prepared from now, when it shakes you, what will come out? What will you fall back on? <laughs> Speaking of traveling, <laughs> um, so I had a physiotherapist and she would come and we would do exercises and speech therapy. After a while, she was like, I have to use a walker. You know what a walker is? And I said, never. She's like, eh, that she's not seen, that she knows, that she's seen that I'm, I'm, I'm all these faith people. I'm like, yes. But that is just supposed to uh, help me just navigate, da 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 da. I like, I will never use it. And what about a cane? That we need to, and then Pastor Jethro now made the mistake of being around. It's, it's called Pastor Jethro. I had to be nice on that day. And I'm like, eh, that a cane, a cane. And then Pastor like, ah, do we have a cane? I'm like, rah. <laughs> like, serious. But yes, I mean, he brought a cane that Sister Neka handed down. So I'm using hand-me-downs. <laughs> when she decided to break her leg. But I told her something. I said, I will take a picture of this cane. But I will never use it. I will send you the picture. Just for you to put on your file. <laughs> that he has a cane. But I will not use it. I dare say that if I had started using either of those things, I would still be using now. Because I would have found a crutch, literally, to put all my inadequacies on. I will have a reason. 
After all, I had a stroke. I should use a, a stick. So immediately, and then they, they said, um, so I told them, my baby is coming. And they're in the U.S. I'm traveling in two weeks. They said, you cannot travel. I said, okay. <laughs> Write me a letter so that if I need help, if I need any kind of support, I can present the letter at the airline. They will get me whatever they I needed at the time. The letter they wrote. If I presented that letter, it's from mile two here that they'll send me back to my house. I won't reach airport. So when I saw it, I took a picture and sent it to my wife. Like, see what? I just put it in my back quarter. I said, it's okay. We've seen the letter. And then they're like, I couldn't travel and all of that. I'm like, no, I have to, I have to be there for, my, for the birth of my son. And they're like, uh, okay. So after a while, I started reconsidering. So I said, okay, it's fine. We'll shift it by a week. And then we called the airline. And the airline said, for each of us, two million naira. I like, see motivation. If the physiotherapist said I should do 10 steps, I'll do 100. Like, <laughs> two million, two sh- no, let's, let's be guided. And so I was gingered <laughs> to walk on my own two feet. It was hard though. I was, <laughs> it was hard. Um, of course, like I said, my son, He's a hero, so he did what he needed to do. And it was in here, there's this one I want to lament about. I have time. So we got to the airport. It was it was Qatar Airlines. It was Qatar Airlines, right? So we got to Qatar, the Doha. It was when we got to Doha. In my mind, I thought it was seven hours to Doha. And then <laughs> Seven hours to the U.S., New York. And then I looked well. And I saw that it was 14 hours. If I had seen that thing in the hospital, I probably would still be there now. 14 hours flight. With all of what we are saying. As in, I was not a happy man now. It was, it was a miserable journey. <laughs> and it was my son that suffered because I was tapping, bah, bah, legs exercise. Yeah. <laughs> for, <laughs> you know, the um, time difference, you go forward, then you are going backwards. So I didn't know. It was when I looked at the duration. I, mean, I was looking at time. You leave at 7, get there at 14, whatever, 2. What, that made sense until I now saw that we had gone forward and we had, we've gone back. And, and it was 14 hours. Uh, my son, <laughs> who lift, lift your leg, lift, lift. We have to be doing the exercise. What was the fun in me suffering alone? <laughs> we are lift, 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 lift. We do 50. Then we walk down the aisle, we sit down, lift something, lift, I uh, will lift my. I was just in all sorts. We shall go there, we? And as we were landing, wow. I just sent a message. Guy, show. I'm in labor. I'm like, correct. So I landed, straight to the hospital. 30 minutes later, my son was born. Oh. So now imagine if I was listening to them, uh, I, I, I won't now see the and even now is a horror story. Don't go and watch that thing. No? I saw it the first time. I think I had forgotten. There's something about childbirth that just makes you forget after the fact. Like, no. There are things they don't show you on TV. <laughs> ah. Well, anyway, um, but seriously. Let's, let's try and recap a bit just so that you get what I'm saying. Two Ps. First one is what? People. Don't have unnecessary expectations. 
don't place your hope in people. Your hope is in Christ. Your hope is in who God says you are. You are. Your hope is in the reality of the gospel and the truth in what God has said about you. All right? God will send you people. Be in a family so that you now say, and they not come and visit me. We don't know you. Because I had too many people who are stepping into offense because of the same thing. They didn't come and visit me. They, they didn't give me the kind of money they gave this other person. They didn't sow into my life when I was going through stuff. We don't know you. There was a time Jesus was going and they, they had to convince him to go and heal somebody's son or servant. Like this guy has been building the temple. Do you understand? These things count for something. Let's know you. If you are here, be here. So that when it comes, you will now say they didn't come and visit me. See, at this stage, and I said this on Sunday to somebody, we are plenty. We are not afraid to lose you. You can go. You can't do me anything. (laughs) But it's true. Do Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you get where I'm coming from? It's not, I'm not trying to annoy you or but you to think I'm not, as in you, I won't just be putting resources into a stranger. Let somebody come and tell me that this guy has been building the temple, and you say, I will show up. We will show up. What have they done for me? Is it, the entitlement for me? Like you, you think we owe you. Like I said, everybody is going through. Oh, while this was happening, people were saying, <laughs> I was still counseling. No. That's to some of the people I couldn't tell at the time. I was still, eh, my boyfriend, can he come? Like, I'm like, if only this one knew. My girlfriend, my boyfriend is disrespectful. Wow, like, that, that is your problem. Really. Really. Oh, but life will go on. And that's something else you need to realize. If you don't take care of yourself and you die, we'll cry or we'll move. Life will go on. The people that will cry for you will be the same we disappointed. <laughs> you might not be up to five. And so take care of yourself. Do what needs to be done. This body is a temple. You need to take care of it. Right? Take breaks when you need to take breaks. Breaks do not mean that you now need to ostracize or alienate yourself. The devil is looking for people that will separate themselves and be loners and I just want to do my thing. You will just do your thing all the way into suffer. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do it within the family. Take breaks when you need to take breaks. Don't stress. Easier said than done when you're in Lagos. Try not to stress. Delegate when you can. If you don't show up for something, they will not die you'll find out that they will find a way. <laughs> I've given somebody their word to be rebellious. If I hear... <laughs> but seriously, and Pika has said this many times, there, there's a time to retreat. To, there's a time to actually just rest. There's a time to actually relax and just shut down. Yeah, please. Please. God was merciful to me. Like I said, I wasn't the only person that had a stroke around that same period. I wasn't the only person that had an incident around that period. People died. And then, I, I, I don't know, for some reason, all the news now started coming to me. I can't remember what film like that old film where they're like, hey, you remember this person? He dead. 
And this person, he dead too. <laughs> I was just getting off. I was like, I really don't need to hear. Is this for me to be graceful or for, I don't know. I'm also sad or grateful. I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, life will move on. So take care of yourself. Yeah? Uh, while you're in the midst of a storm. And, and it's very important. Jesus needs to be on your boat. The, the reason they did not drown that night was because Jesus was there. So yes, they woke him up and they're like, do you not care? Do you, don't, 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 don't you love us enough to ensure our safety? That's what they were saying. Do you not care that we perish? Because we know you now. You just walk on water and just leave all of us. To... <laughs> but don't you care for the rest of us? You not care that I've put in years of service and this is happening to us or to me. Don't let the devil whisper to you. You know, there's, there's a difference between having questions and questioning God. There's a difference between sincerity and just being obstinate. Or was, I don't even know what the word is. There's just a difference. It's okay to have questions. That's, and that's what I was saying earlier today. Where I don't know where we got our own Christianity from, where we feel like we can't pray like David. David was the most sincere person I know. Have you seen some of the prayers of David? Have you seen some of the times when he's talking to God? Like, how did this guy get mine? But it's the same David that we quote for almost all the scriptures we use for warfare prayer. But we skip the part where he was sincere. All right? So balance it. There's a discipline, and then there's a sincerity, the transparency with God. Where God knows that he knows your heart towards him. It's as simple as that. So express it. So you're yeah, yeah, with your spouse, and you're lamenting about a whole lot of things, and then you go to God, and you're like, Oh God, I worship you like seriously. Just tell me what's on your heart. Let's let's get this over with. I understand that you also need to be in faith. There's a faith part. And we can't say that David was not a man of faith. Abby? And so find that balance. Find that David balance. Study David if you have to. So that you understand what prayer truly is. Praise God. So, I hope somebody has been blessed this evening. Let's rise to our feet. Okay. Uh, I don't know what you're going through. But if I, if you want to be honest, 90% of people right here are probably going through stuff right now. Either there are decisions that are bombarding you that you need to make, and there are life-changing decisions, and you're just scared or there's a health challenge, or there's financial something or the other. I don't know. I'm not God. But God is God. God is constant. God can heal you. This is a miracle. In case I didn't say it, it's people that saw me then and are seeing me now that understand what I'm saying. So God can heal you. God can deliver you. God can give you direction. So can you just say a word of sincere prayer? Don't worry about the declarations. Now you are talking to God. You are not addressing the situation. You are not addressing the devil. You are talking to your own father. Somebody is just help. God, I need help. I don't even know how to say it any other way. If I try to articulate it, it will come out fake. So, God, I need help. Lord, I need help. For somebody else, you just need to tell God, Lord, right now I am confused. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do.
then there's that person in the house that maybe you don't even know how to approach God because you don't have a relationship with him remember I said when these things come and they shake you that's when you'll know whether you truly belong to God or not so for that person in the house you are not born again don't have the assurance, you don't have the confidence that God is with you in the midst of a storm. Because the storm will hit you too. It is guaranteed. So you are not born again in the house. You need Jesus on your boat. Can you just raise your hand high above your head? Or you have lost relationship with him. You want to be sincere tonight. You know that you have lost relationship with God. Whatever the reason. Or you know that you don't even have a relationship with him at all. Can you just lift your hand high above your head? I want to pray with you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can somebody celebrate Jesus? That he will not leave us in the midst of the storm. That he is faithful and he is constant. Can we celebrate Jesus? Hallelujah.